welcome to What the Duck, a podcast with real experts talking about direct spin challenges and experiences. And now, here's your host, Source Day's very own manufacturing maven, Sarah Welcome Scudder. to another Ducking Digest. This is a weekly 15-minute news show. Sometimes we go a little bit longer, depending on how excited Lindsay is about our topic. Lindsay has 30-plus years supply chain experience and most recently served as the SVP of supply chain for a mid-market manufacturer. Each week, we talk about a topic that is relevant to people working for a small or mid-sized manufacturer. There's a lot of content and things that are shared for large manufacturers. So Lindsay and I both feel that small and mid-sized manufacturing content is a bit underserved. So the purpose of this show is to share really relevant topics to those of you working for those smaller firms. I also want to encourage you to drop us a note in the comment throughout. Tell us where you're joining us from today. And then we'd also like to hear if there are specific topics you would like us to cover in a future show. We want to make sure the content that we're sharing is really relevant and meaningful and impactful for this audience. So if there's anything that's top of mind, a challenge or something that you're working on at your organization and you'd like to have Lindsay cover it on this show, drop us a note in the comments. So today we are going to be talking about supplier management for small manufacturers. And, and Lindsay would like to have you, before you kind of go into what that looks like, set the stage about typical number of suppliers, typical spend. What are we talking about when you mean a small manufacturer? Yeah, great. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Uh, great, uh, great tee up. Yeah, what we're going for here is trying to provide the, um, the small manufacturer context versus the media content, because the media content talks about the heavy haulers. And so what's typical? Good grief, you know? That's kind of like saying what's, uh, what's handsome or what's prettier, you know, what's the best dog to have? You know, typical, you know, I, I threw out, in my world, typical has been a couple of hundred suppliers, um, 10 to $20 million of spend, and uh, the uh, uh, parity, Parity, one-on-one parity between purchasing, placing, PO lines, and daily receipts that typically that lines up. Now, you know, is it a lie or is it a joke? Does it resonate? The, um, but it, the, the point, because, you know, if you're, well, Purina, Purina for example, maybe 12 suppliers, um, the, um, the you know, whole different world, but maybe that's a bad example since they're a heavy haul. The point is, the point is that we're going to divide, try and look at our, one, we're going to know how many suppliers we've got. Two, we're going to divide them up. And we're going to divide up the pie different ways, by, by category, by type, by dollars. And, and, and why? Why divide it up in different ways? Well, I mean, we've all held them, heard the mantra, supply chain, every supply chain is unique. Well, you betcha. They're, they're, they're very unique. They're very different. So it behooves, we want to be understood. We want to communicate clearly with non-supply folks. We have to answer the basic question, who am I? You know, do what if I, so if I, if when someone asks, 
how's supply chain going rather than say, you know, it's crazy or, or tell a, a, a rambling Lindsay story about, you know, the, uh, the, the least popular supplier of the day, to be able to succinctly say, um, work, working from a, a base of 200 approved suppliers, uh, actively engaged with 150 this month, um, strategic supplier engagements are, are solid, a um, couple of concerns with uh, Asian importers, uh, no, uh, no adverse PPV this month. You'll be able to shrink it down to, to, to uh, a picture. Lindsay, that, I, I call yeah. that having your elevator pitch. And that's a good analogy. I like that. You know, and so the, the, the categories, the categories, you know, one way to, to, to do it is, is by categories. And all we're trying to do is say, what, what am I dealing with here? So it's not an algebraic formula. It's a guideline. And so, think- so Lin- Lindsay, when you say categories, I think maybe for the audience, let's start by have you breaking out the four different direct spender, direct material supplier categories. I think that'd be a good play- way to set the stage. Right. So the maybe back into the important one, but we have we have commodity suppliers that perhaps we buy corrugate from or cold rolled steel. We have uh, operational suppliers, which are very interesting. That's where we're in bed with someone. There's a, there's an agreement. There's a contract. There's maybe we're a multi-division company and we're obligated to buy from another division. Um, there's there's tactical, which is the, the day-to-day stuff that we can go out shopping, if you will, from multiple suppliers. And then getting all that out of the way, if you will, the fourth category is strategic. And they're they're the ones that can make or break us. They're the ones that will shut down production if they don't live. They're the ones with the the nice technology or IP, the long lead times, uh, maybe the global sourcing element, uh, but a critical component. You know, probably, probably, perhaps sole source. They seem to go hand in hand, right? So, you know, when we say strategic, you know, we've got to be able to explain what, what, what does that mean? And then the, the concentration, look and be able to know our concentration. Is it, is it an 80-20 thing? Is it the traditional 80-20? A lot of folks contend that, that that's always true. Well, not always. You know, if we're in the printed circuit board world, it may be death by a thousand cuts that um, it's, um, that it's 80% of the spend is with 40% of the suppliers, you know? So it's, uh, there's far more, there's far less heavy haulers. So, um, so, so Lindsay, those are kind of the four broad direct spend supplier types. What about the different supplier types? Right. And then this, so it just keeps on getting com- more complicated. I'm trying to say, who am I? Right. So here's my, Here's my four uh, four uh, categories now. Five uh, five supplier types. Well, there's the funny one: um, the the utilities, the services, the electricity, the internet, the IT support, and the quality department might not be our friend because they may say, "Well, that's a supplier. You know, you they 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 provide services." So we have to be able to say, "Here's how we support suppliers," and you know, as long as we break it out and address in our supplier uh, management uh, 
quality procedure. You know, we can say, here's how we do it and challenge them to, to, to rewrite it or challenge the auditor to say, okay, it's too light or yeah, that's just fine. There's subcontractors. We got to watch them. The, uh, there's just because we don't want to get tripped up. Um, Susan, Sarah, excuse me, the uh, Sarah with uh, the, um, being pinged for having a, working with a supplier that's not on our approved list. Uh, the, the other manufacturers, if we're if we're outsourcing our our, our circuit board uh, assembly, um, distributors, very interesting category. You know, if I buy from the in the the print circuit board world that we're talking about, uh, you know, the Avnets, the uh, the Arrows, these companies have evolved over the last twenty years by. Uh, acquiring competitors and ended up, you know, multi-billion dollar behemoths. Um, but do I manage the multi-billion dollar best in class distributor or do I have to get beyond, when do I have to get beyond that to manage the manufacturer behind them, the the, uh, the Intels, the Motorola's, the, uh, the National Semiconductors, the uh, Hitachi's, you know, so the, you know, but got to be careful with distributors that, that, uh, you know, we, we avoid taking an overly simplistic uh, perspective. And then it's situational, but importers, you know, the um, in my world, typically I, I export weekly and I import once a month. The consequent, you know, if, if someone's in a um, consumer, consumer goods uh, products, uh, maybe they're, they're uh, importing daily, right? So, you know, in my world, I don't manage importers too much, but I, I do give them special attention, of course, and dot the I's and cross the T's. The point is, I don't necessarily invest in an add-on to my ERP to manage where the boat is on the ocean. You know, that's uh, that's of less concern to me. It's less of a day-to-day issue. Whereas if you're in the international import business, obviously, these new software packages that add on to your ERP and consolidate the information um, to try and help the buyer with saying, here's, yes, here's your request date, here's your commit date, here's where the boat is, uh, and the projected delivery time. That's all, that's all good stuff, which in my world may be less, uh, less, uh, less relevant. What we're trying to do with the, once I know who I am, then I can, and can describe that and communicate that, that's going to drive ERP select. Uh, selection that's going to drive st- necessary staffing levels. Um, that's going to uh, that's going to drive whether I need whether I should be investigating a, a, an add-on application to, to to my ERP. So so Lindsay, let's. Um, so you talked about four categories for direct spend suppliers, and then the five different supplier types. Now let's maybe talk move that into kind of like a baseline what what should where should people start from from a supplier relationship management perspective thank you sarah the yeah the the mistake is to shortchange ourselves and the mistake is to, is to go with the uh, the iso quality rhetoric that uh, we have supplier management and that equals uh, purchase price variance uh, plus uh, some element of on-time delivery uh, plus um, uh, quality as measured with uh, receiving inspection reject rates. 
Um, and certainly that these are broad pointers, um, but we don't really, it, it's not an end run just to look at these three numbers. Certainly we can pull PPV and we should pull the spend number from finance each, each year or on a rolling 12 months, just so we know who our big dollar guys are to help, help make sure we're not overlooking someone um, and make sure they're all on our approved supplier list. We should get the PPV report uh, more frequently to watch uh, what's going on. Uh, On-time delivery typically comes from the so-called supplier management module of ERP. I don't like that title because it's not inclusive enough. And then uh, the quality data, again, comes from the receiving inspection module of our, of our ERP. But these three, <clears throat> these three essentially allow us to give us wallpaper level supplier management. It'll stand, we can point to a KPI, we can update it quarterly, we can show it to an ISO auditor, um, but essentially we're faking it till we make it. And, and what we've done is if you, if you think about life as a, a crawl, walk, run, or in the IT world, you know, we talk about connecting with the data, gathering the data, managing the data and optimizing the data, really we've just done the first two, right? We've connected, we've identified what we want to look at, we've figured out where to go and get it, and we've, we've pulled it together. And we can pull it together in something as simple as a spreadsheet. Isn't life wonderful? You know, the big company, big, big manufacturers wish that life was, was so simple. The, um, and, and, and the beauty of it is the, uh, the, uh, the simple model can drive improvement. You know, the, uh, if we go and study it and drill into it, then we can, uh, then we can start making basic decisions, you know, you know, versus what, right? Well, versus letting suppliers off with a, a casual discussion or a social discussion. And that's, that's insidious because, you know, for someone like me who rambles, you know, to, to put me in front of a, a, a supplier or a supplier salesperson who's got, who's socially gifted, you know, the, the two of us can go off on a, a trip to Abilene or, uh, you know, just completely uh, digress away from what we're meant to be focused on. And, so, so, Lindsay, I think that's a, a good um, topic then, to, I think, to expand upon is how to communicate internally and externally daily with suppliers, because I think there's some really important things written and verbal that can be done to better manage suppliers. Right. So basically to, to get there, we have to have some fundamentals in, in place. One, we have to design, how, how am I going to do this? Um, and what's my vision? My, and my vision is that I speak to all my suppliers every day and we talk about on-time delivery. Because if I live in a culture and per, part of who I am is I need all my parts on time. You know, it's um, and, and, and that's very, very important because if I don't have them, the factory stops or slows down and I can't deliver the end item. And just a little segue, it may be different in other companies. You know, speaking to uh, a team that's putting together data centers for Google, they, they care less about individual elements or they care far less about, uh, about cost savings, even if it's millions of dollars, and far more about the, 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 the end delivery item. So what, what, what's, what, does the, what does success look like? What's the end vision look like? The, uh, 
the idea of, of, of how am I going to how am I going to make this real? Uh, so the I started by saying clean up the data, clean up the data, clean up the supplier contact information, clean up the uh, open PO file. Um, As you're saying that, Lindsay, guess who just joined? Susan, the fixer of dirty data. You could not have timed that any better. She's a wonderful lady, and hopefully she's logging in as from Broti Ferry. The, uh, the, uh, it, it's a real eye-opener when you try to do something as simple as I want to send a message to my supplier each day whenever they have an open PO that's gone beyond its expected receipt date. And, you know, how might I do that? God forbid you ever do that manually. Simple, simple uh, extract from the ERP uh, data tables to uh, utilize, leverage the e email alert system to say, show me my open PO table, which has to be accurate, tie it to vendor, tie it to which is on the PO, uh, header uh, information, uh, tie it to an accurate uh, supplier contact email, tie it to a buyer and send an email and say, and the, the email is very simple. It says, hey, thanks for your support. Um, part of our, uh, our quality system, part of our quality system values is on-time delivery, supplier on-time delivery. Um, our current open PO file shows three uh, PO lines that are past due. Please uh, please follow up with the, the buyer who's noted and um, get this result. My God, Sarah, what uh, what an exploration that is in the shortcomings of handoff of hands-off management. As soon as once you get beyond the technical uh, data data uh, scrubbing to, to, to get that in place and you know push IT along to support you, but all of a sudden, the stories that come out, you know, and you've got, you're confronted with, well, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay creates um, 50 POs a week, but three of them aren't properly finished off. Whereas Wendy, she creates 200 POs a week, but 20 of them aren't finished off or confirmed. Well, which ones, uh, which buyer is better, right? Well, the answer is neither. They, they just need uh, different coaching. You know, Lindsay, you need to get, be more productive and efficient, perhaps. Uh, uh, or if it's oranges and oranges we're looking at. Or Wendy, you need to pay more attention to uh, getting these POs clean, cleaned up. The, or, you know, and the, and the supplier, the, the supplier's data, the feedback from suppliers. Hey, I sent you five emails uh, that I told you I couldn't meet, meet this date. Uh, okay, so... So great topic, great seed for a weekly roundtable uh, uh, purchasing team meeting that's saying, hey, how do we deal with this? How do we, how do we make sure that we're closing out POs properly? The point is that very basic external and in internal communication, because we're copying the buyer on this with this little email, and then we're looking at all the, the, the feedback. So it shouldn't, be a, it shouldn't be a big lift. And, and then, Lindsay, what is... So that to me is like very basic. This is just down and dirty. What is better? And then what does excellent look like? 
Well, you, you say that, you know, that uh, the, the, the risk is that small companies, small, manu small manufacturers, that the integration of their ERP isn't quite there. It's implemented, but not integrated with the day-to-day -day process and things fall through the cracks. So um, it's fundamental. It's basic, it's fundamental. But once you get it, the stress level of the buyer goes down because now I know there's there's less chance of a gotcha, less chance of getting yelled at, less chance of getting criticized, less chance of uh, being reprimanded for something that I perceived was out of my control. You know, the, you get it out in the open. Better, of course, is where rather than just take this Lindsay's silly example of saying, hey, this PO is late, to be able to monitor in real time all, all the, the open POs. So, you know, if I typically have uh, typically have um, maybe 400 open POs and maybe 20 that are, are late, you know, the, rather than manage the 20, manage it, monitor the entire 400, not, not because it's a one-time thing, but because Sarah tells us 50% of POs get rescheduled. Um, I'd be fascinated to see how that trends. That uh, the being able to monitor that change, because as buyers, we're really good at placing new orders. We're somewhat good at expediting. We're pretty crappy about pushing stuff out and awful about canceling. So, you know, all of this drives, it all comes to roost in, in, in excess uh, inventory, slow, slow, slob inventory, slow slow uh, slow and obsolete uh, inventory that you know a month later someone says why is this why is this sitting on the shelf so, or or not getting your parts and materials on time and messing up the production line yeah of, of course of course the uh and, and and becoming the the world's best firefighter right you know the the daily fire drills about uh, the what do you mean it didn't show up the so you know being able to use an app like source days to be able to coordinate uh, purchase order change, ongoing purchase order change, and the buyer not having to monitor that every day or fret about that every day, taking away take away admin duties from a buyer to to better enable and empower the buyer to work at a more um, I'm trying not to say strategic level, but to work with, you know, to add more value to, to what they're doing. Too many buyers spend too much time doing administrative uh, um, duties, do administrative tactical tasks. They, they, versus, you know, doing what we hired them to do, to, to, to negotiate, to manage, to, uh, to do commodity plans. You know, the, you, you said it was basic. In my experience, you're driving, man, if we communicate on the 20, we typically have seen on-time delivery move from, say, 93% to 98%. But you know, what we're doing when we use an app like a source date to monitor all the changes, one, we're more efficient, two, inventory is going to go down, and three, we're going to push out receipts that we don't need. But very importantly, we're sending a message. And the message is that on-time delivery is important to me, and I'm watching it. And then the beautiful thing, of course, is escalation that at the end of the day, you can circle back at a quarterly review or, you know, to be able to circle back to a supplier and say, okay, here's my, I have 200 suppliers. I have uh, last quarter, I had, um, I had 5,000 receipts, 500 receipts. Um, 
the uh, my overall on-time delivery was X. My uh, my worst on-time delivery was was Y, and uh, and that's you. And uh, I'd really like you to you know tell me what the root cause is and what you're going to do to improve it. So as we close out our combo, Lindsay, I'll have you end end today with what does next level, what does you know, best in class look like? If if those of you who uh, joined us a little bit late, drop us a note. Tell us where you are joining us from. We've got people from all over the world actually today. We've got some people in India. We've got some people in Ecuador. We've got Susan, the classification guru fixer of dirty data, joining us from Guilford. Um, Lindsay and I want to know what topics are important to you. What do you want us to talk about in future shows? So if you have an idea for us, do not be shy about sharing that in the comments. Yeah, best in class, uh, Sarah, roll in, roll, in your, roll in the pain points. No one's, perhaps, potentially no one's going to proactively insist that we add other uh, KPIs to our supplier management, but if there's one that's causing us grief, then rolling it in and giving it organizational visibility, like uh, supply, supplier orders shipped complete, if that's uh, if that's something that's causing us grief, then then plug it in. Um, the Hewlett Packard model that came out what in the 80s, the 90s, you know, added in the idea of beyond just cost, uh, PPV, quality on time, add in the idea of relationship, technology, flexibility, responsiveness. You know, these are these are key. You know, there's an opportunity here that some of our suppliers are better than we are. Uh, so just like some customers can pull us up by our bootstraps, there's, uh, there's the potential here for some suppliers to help us as well. So definitely want to be able to say, you know, we've identified where the technology roadmaps are and here's, uh, here's the suppliers that we're going to align with to be, you know, to, to be better set up for tomorrow. Or, you know, another scenario is those of us who are working on post-acquisition integration where we're uh, dealing with phasing out legacy suppliers, perhaps of convenience, mom and pop suppliers of convenience to towards these best in class. That's always a great transition that I think we've talked about before that, uh, you know, where we came from, where we are, where we're heading. That's a great three part infographic to be able to share with the rest of the organization. Alrighty, we've got a, a couple sh uh, future show topic suggestions coming in. So thank you, Susan, for sharing a couple ideas. Lindsay and I will be back next Monday at 10 a.m. Central. Have a wonderful day and productive week.